You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 193, Maintain Your Life with a Slow Drip of Joy. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love, or back in love, with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Do you ever feel like you want a big change in your life, so you need to do something big so you can feel better? This is how I used to think about things, like especially when I was really discouraged as a new nurse, I thought I need to do something drastic to give me a massive boost of joy. And so often what I would do is keep a vacation on my calendar so I had that big, exciting thing to look forward to. So if you do that, we're going to talk about it today because while there's nothing wrong with going on vacation or doing big, exciting things... I want to help you during the time in between, because that's what I was lacking as a new nurse. I didn't know how to maintain a level of joy and excitement and relaxation and all those things that I was craving from a vacation during my day-to-day life. All right, so what got me thinking about this was the other day I had, or the other night, I should say, since I'm a night shifter, I had a patient that was on a cardizem drip. So if you're not a cardiac nurse like me, you might not be as familiar with Cardizem, but it's a medication that controls the heart rate. So if people have a really high heart rate, like this patient, Cardizem brings that down to a more normal level, right? So for this patient, their heart rate had been up in like the 150s, 200s. They needed some Cardizem to help bring that back down to keep it below 100. Okay, and with these patients, often they get a bolus of cardizem initially to help bring them down more rapidly, and then they get a maintenance dose of cardizem going through their IV just very slowly. So my patient, it was like 10 mils an hour where it's just dripping very slowly to give them that maintenance dose of cardizem. And so this patient had had that same treatment, right? So they had had a bolus when they were in the ED, so a bigger injection of cardizem. And then when they came up to me on the floor, they were getting a slow drip of cardizem. And it got me thinking about how that's what we often need in our lives, where sometimes we need that bolus, right? Or we're craving that bolus because it's drastic and makes a big impact and it's noticeable, So we get that bolus, but then if we don't have that maintenance dose to keep us where we want to be, then we go right back to where we were before, right? The patient's heart rate goes right back up, or we go back to being burnt out and exhausted or depressed or feeling lonely. And so we need to pay attention to the maintenance dose. So today I want to talk about that in different ways that we do this and just bring to your attention where you might be needing to pay attention to that maintenance dose. Okay, so the first one I talked about a little bit already, where maybe you're craving some excitement 
or some relaxation. I was thinking about, you know, how I talked about I would crave vacations. And I think there's a lot of things we get from a vacation. For me, I want a chance to relax. I have some friends that for the past several years, these couples, I should say, we have a couple couples that me and my husband like to go on vacation with every year. We have so far have gone to Mexico with them every year. And I look forward to that time because I get to relax. Our kids don't come with us. We don't cook. We get to spend time at the beach. It's very relaxing, right? To unassign myself from all those responsibilities for a week. And we also crave excitement sometimes with our vacations, right? Maybe we want to go do something really fun. We want to go to Disneyland, or we want to go zip lining, or we want to go parasailing, like all these exciting things that give you this big adrenaline rush. And you're seeing all these beautiful places that are so different from where you normally live. So that's like a big bolus of beauty and excitement and new experiences. And that's really fun. But if we don't have this maintenance dose during our day-to-day lives, that's not giving us huge injections of excitement, but just that slow drip, then sometimes we feel like that's lacking in our lives. So I want you to think about how could you bring a slow drip of excitement into your life? It's not going to be as glamorous as a week-long vacation to Mexico, right? But what could you do to just get that slow drip? So for me, I start to think about hobbies, right? Like, what are some things you enjoy? What are some things that you just find fun, right? It doesn't have to be like screaming hands in the air like a roller coaster kind of fun, but something that you're just like, oh, that's kind of interesting, Oh, I enjoy that. If you don't know what that is for you, then you might want to explore it a little bit. Find out what your slow drip of excitement could be. Some hobbies, some interests. I love psychology. I love self-help books. All of this that I'm doing for you as a coach, for a long time, it was That was my hobby. And then it became a jobby, right? It was like something I was doing as a hobby that turned into a practice. So that's like one of my things. I like decorating my house and doing small scale DIYs. I like watching TV. I like playing games with friends, like board games. So all of those types of things just give little drips of excitement to my life. It's nothing grand. It's nothing expensive, usually. But day to day, it brings those little boosts of excitement and joy. And the same for relaxation. When we're on vacation and we're not making dinner every night, we're laying on the beach for a week, that's a nice bolus of relaxation. Maybe you go get massages, right? I love doing that. So that's awesome to have that bolus of relaxation, but how can you bring the slow drip into your life? It's simple for me, like simple things. Like I go on a walk, I read a book, I take a bath. Things that are kind of boring. (laughs) They sound kind of boring, right? Especially compared to the bolus. The bolus is exciting and big, but it's the slow drip that maintains us where we want to be. 
Okay, let's take a look at another area we do this in sometimes. Another one is our connection with other people. And a lot of times we want to have that bolus of connection and we do it in ways like vacations, right? So there could be some overlap with what I just talked about. Or maybe it's just a long period of quality time where you're like, spring break is coming up in a couple months, right? At least in Oregon, it's at the end of March. So spring break's coming up. My daughter's not going to be in school for a week. We're going to get lots of quality time together. It's going to be a bolus of family time. Or sometimes, like I said, a vacation or a trip might be part of that bolus. For me, I have a really close friend who lives far away. She lives several states away. And so we don't get to see each other all the time, but every four or six months or so, we take a little trip. I go visit her. She comes and visits me and we get a bolus of quality time together where we just have a few days where we go do fun things, show each other around our towns, meet each other's friends and all of that stuff. And it's so much fun. It's a bolus of connection with her. But we don't get to do those things all the time, right? So how do we bring in that slow drip? So with this friend, we have an Instagram chat. We DM each other all the time on Instagram, daily, several times a day. And usually about once a week, we do a phone date where we just talk on the phone for a while. So we stay very connected and involved in each other's lives. And with our my family... Like, we don't get spring break every week, right? My kids go to school, my husband's at work, I'm working. We don't have hours and hours and days together all the time. But we can have a slow drip. It's those things like when I read my kids a bedtime story. Or take them to the park. Or me and my husband have a date night. That's that slow drip of connection. With my friends that do live around here, I don't see them every day, but maybe once a month or a couple times throughout the month, I'll have lunch dates with different friends. And that's a time for us to connect a little bit more, to talk about more than just that surface level conversation that we do in passing sometimes where it's like, oh, how are you? It's so good to see you, right? Like if we run into each other at the store or something like that, right? We want to connect more than that, but maybe we're not going to get to go on a vacation together right now. So let's just have a lunch date every once in a while. Do that little maintenance dose of hearing what's going on for each other. What's stressing them out? What are what challenges are they facing? What's going on with their kids? Like we just get that little maintenance dose that keeps us connected and involved in each other's lives. Okay? So are you thinking about ways that you might need to up your maintenance dose? Are you seeing that in ways, whether it's for connection, relaxation, excitement? As things come to your mind, maybe jot them down and they don't have to be big and overwhelming. If they are big and overwhelming, you might be thinking of a bolus, right? Like these are just tiny little things that probably aren't that hard to fit into your life right now. Another way we do this with wanting a bolus of something is with our health. Sometimes we want to see drastic changes in our health. 
I know with it being the new year, many people have New Year's resolutions, and some of those revolve around health and exercise or diet and that kind of stuff, right? So maybe you've been in bolus mode with your health. Maybe you've taken on a drastically different diet over this last month, or maybe even different than what you expect to do going forward. Maybe you're not planning to do this diet long term, but it's just a bolus, right? It's like, I'm going to do something drastic and big right now that's going to like kickstart this health journey for me. So that could be a diet or it could be an exercise routine or program or something like that where it's like, okay, I'm going to be really intense right now. I'm going for it. So sometimes we do that and that can give us quick results or drastic results. It can be really exciting. It can be really fun. But if we don't do the maintenance, then often we go back to where we were before all of this. Like if we do that bolus of a diet, but then we don't maintain some consistent healthy choices, then we're going to go back to feeling how we did before. Right? So it, it doesn't have to be bolus mode all the time where it's like, okay, I can't eat sweets ever again. Or maybe you did that for a little while. Maybe you chose to cut out sugar or something. But it doesn't have to be that way forever and 100%, right? Like we can consistently make little choices like, okay, I'm going to eat more vegetables consistently. I'm going to eat a little bit less sugar. I'm going to drink a little less soda or whatever consistently. It doesn't mean I'm cutting it out. It just means consistently I'm going to do these things. Consistently, I'm going to find ways to move my body. I don't have to be running a marathon every week, (laughs) which I'm sure is not recommended. (laughs) But, you know, we don't have to do something big and drastic all the time. We just need to think about how do I want to maintain this? What's something sustainable that I can do? That's just that slow drip. Now, as I was thinking about all of this, I thought of gratitude as well as I was kind of thinking about, you know, excitement, connection, those things that we want in our lives. We want health, connection, excitement, relaxation. And gratitude, I think, is a little bit different. I don't know that many of us actively seek out gratitude like we do some of those other things. Maybe you do. Maybe I just don't have a good practice of gratitude or or didn't as much until I started being intentional about it. But I wanted to mention gratitude because it feels so good. And it's a huge part in us feeling balanced in our lives and enjoying our lives and having contentment. And I think sometimes, even if we're not being intentional about it, we have these boluses of gratitude. So the big one that comes to my mind when I say that is Thanksgiving, right? It's like, that's the bolus of gratitude month. <laughs> where we're like, okay, we're going to think about all these things we're thankful for. We're going to get together with people we love and go around the table and everyone's going to say what they're thankful for. And we don't want just that bolus in November where it's like, okay, that was enough gratitude to get me through the year. <laughs> like we want to have gratitude throughout our lives. And I think Other times we get boluses of gratitude when someone really goes above and beyond for us. Like if you're really struggling with something, maybe 
you just had an awful week or maybe you just had a baby and you're exhausted and something big is going on, right? And someone offers to bring you dinner or watch your kids or they do kind of a grand gesture that really means a lot to you. Then we get that bolus of gratitude, right? We're like, oh my gosh, I am so thankful for this person. That was so kind what they did. And that feels amazing. Gratitude boluses are awesome. But we want to have that maintenance dose too. So this is something that I've tried to incorporate more intentionally in my life. And of course, I did naturally have gratitude at other times. And, you know, I'd be like, oh, I'm so thankful my husband did this today, or I'm so thankful for my kids. But I wasn't necessarily being intentional about it. And so I've tried to build in gratitude in just a couple places in my life that I do consistently. So one of them is actually with my Bold Nurse Society members, and they don't know this, but I am so grateful to them for giving me the honor of being their coach and for them being willing to pay me money to be their coach. I am very grateful for that. So one practice I've built in is whenever a payment goes through, I get an email notification from the payment processor. And whenever I see those emails come through, instead of just deleting it because there's not information I need in there, I'm intentional where I open up the email, I look at it and it shows me the user, the account user or whatever, whose payment just went through. And I just look at it for a moment and I just say, thank you so much. And I am appreciative of the money and I'm appreciative of them and for the experience of coaching them doesn't take me long. It's not like I just, I sit there for a half hour, you know, thinking about it, but it's just like a pause, an intentional pause where I'm like, thank you. Right. And I just get to feel a little drip of gratitude. Another place I've built this in is when I get my groceries, as I bring my groceries into the house and pile them up all on the counter before I start putting them away, I just have a thought of gratitude to myself. I just think, look at all this food. We are so fortunate to have all this food. And that's really it, right? Like like I said, it's just a second in my mind, but having those times where I plan on feeling gratitude has been really nice for me. Because I still get all that other gratitude sprinkled throughout my day where I'm not expecting it. I'm not planning on it. It just is like, oh, that's so cool. Thank you for helping me, CNA. Thank you for doing this, charge nurse. Thank you, husband, right? Like I still have all those unexpected ones. But now there's these routine things that I've built in even more gratitude. So that's another way if you want to feel more contentment in your life, gratitude is a great place to start. All right, my friends, so those are just a few ideas. I'm curious if you have other ideas of boluses you're seeking out and how you could turn that in to a slow drip. Now, I want to be clear here. There's no problem with wanting the boluses, or at least usually, right? And if there is a problem with it, you can assess that in your own life. And maybe the slow drip is the way to go with some things. But for most of these things, a bolus every now and then is so fun. I love vacations. 
I love trips. I love challenges with my health. I'm training for a half marathon right now. So like those things are fun. But we need to pay attention to the slow drip. And I know the bolus is what's exciting and flashy. But the slow drip is what keeps us where we want to be day in and day out. And that's not to say you're going to feel that way all the time, right? We're not going to feel gratitude 100% of the time. But we're just getting those drips throughout our life, throughout our day. And there's going to be drips of discomfort as well. That's totally normal. But that helps balance things out. Okay? So build in those consistent routines, those consistent ways that are sustainable for you. And there's not going to be anything big and flashy, but your life will change. It will be a slow trajectory upwards towards where you want to go and how you want to feel. All right, my friends, thanks for being here today. I'm going to go play Candyland with my daughter. So I'll talk to you later. Have a great week.